Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the things that we do on our podcast is being insiders in the technology industry, um, having been surrounded and networked with a lot of people from science and engineering and math, we like to present topics and break them down so that They're not always in tech speak because one of the things we're often trying to do is encourage, whether it's parents, young professional, college students, even those who are well into their career but not happy or satisfied, we often try to encourage them to look at and consider STEM careers and opportunities. Well, and and I, we probably have a particular bias toward technology because we're in IT, and IT actually is behind a lot of what the advances in science, as well as technologies used in engineering, and math is part of the problem-solving uh, mindset that goes into technology and into data processing. So it's not that we're shying people away from those other fields as long as you're looking in any one of these STEM fields we're happy about it but I do have a particular message that's relevant to some current events going on so much talk about the new person who has taken office here in the U.S. I'm still struggling to put that all together but it's happened and It's just been two weeks in office, and we've seen a lot of what was said taking place. One of the major events that took place was the immigration ban, is what it's being called. And that, in particularly, affects what's known as H-1B workers, That's a special type of work visa that uh, foreigners can get to come over here to fill jobs that supposedly can't be filled by people here in the U.S. Well, this has a particular impact in the IT field. Those of us insiders who have worked in IT have seen considerably, probably over the last 20 years, more and more of our coworkers are H-1B workers. Now, there are some that are brilliant, they're great, um, and I can see that this has been a, a great opportunity for them, and they've done great work. But on the other hand, it's begun to, we got a flood of people in the technology field simply because they were in accepted cheaper salaries. What that did was drive the salaries of everyone in IT down because now you're competing with someone that's willing to come over to the U.S., do the same job, 
even with maybe extended hours and less work-life balance and for less pay. So if you wanted to be in that job or that role, you had to compete salary-wise and take a step backwards. Now, that's in our world, in IT, that is a big concern. But let me level set for some of the people that are listening. We're talking about taking a step back to salaries that are in the $70,000 range. And for us in IT, taking something that's 55000 or 65000 seems like less than our worth and our contributions. Now, I put that out there because I know that there's whole industries where 55000 65000 is the top end after you've done 10, 15, 20 years of experience. In IT, we've gotten accustomed to walking into those types of salaries, let alone moving up from there. So that said, those that are on the fringe who are even, when they hear this conversation about people, H-1B workers taking our jobs and lowering our salaries, let's put this in context. It's still a well, a well worth it industry to step into. But now everyone in our industry that's been in here for a while is saying, is the limiting of H-1B workers actually going to help in some ways to level set and recalibrate IT salaries? It's definitely a possibility and definitely why you need to really kind of tune in and watch from a tech perspective and a tech slash STEM perspective how this whole thing rolls out. Now, let's think about this also. Again, being in the IT industry, if you take away overnight the millions, and I'm talking about millions of H-1B workers in the United States, I promise you there's going to be some help desks shut down, There's going to be some new development projects that get put on hold. There is going to be a whole, the next release of of software and upgrades and even some businesses because it's been documented that many of the people that come over here to work in IT eventually start their own businesses. So whole recruiting companies and consulting companies will shut down because They no longer can work here in the United States. Now, again, this is kind of peeling back, and let's be honest with ourselves, doesn't mean that they can't work remote and continue to take the jobs. They'll just work offshore versus onshore. And that sounds like a reasonable argument. But one other insight as an IT insider I'll mention, this has been a sore spot for quite some time that it's not as easy and straightforward, especially when you're trying to solve problems and build solutions around the Western culture when you're offshore, especially if you're not familiar with it. So we've seen when we were collaborating with people who were from different countries, the projects worked much better when we had face-to-face communication, when we were in each other's presence and could collaborate real-time. When you move them offshore, that's different time zones. And quite honestly, it ties to something that I've been doing in my industry. It's very closely tied to having to document the requirements in such a way 
that they can be sent to someone offshore not familiar or as familiar with the problem or the solution and them building it offshore and the chances are even with that detailed requirements they're not going to be right the first time so honestly what us in the IT industry have been saying is that when you do send development and testing offshore in the IT industry you have to go through more cycles of revision and correction and testing and uh, assuring quality because there's a disconnect in either the language or the time zone and just even concepts. And so the money that you are so-called saving in salaries, you still burn that money because it takes quite a few more iterations in order to build that same solution versus if we're all co-located and have a common understanding of the problem and the business and the, the, the culture in which the solution is going to be used. So not saying that, again, it won't happen, but management has to acknowledge what's been happening behind the scenes in order to make offshore resources work. And really, when you start looking at the dollars and cents, I dare anyone to say that is actually saving money sending and using resources offshore, even if their salaries are cheaper. So that's all of that. I'm giving you some of the dirty laundry around IT and around the whole H1B workers that we've known about and we've even talked about, but it hasn't been out in the forefront. And to those who are listening, you might be saying, okay, that's great and that's context and that's from my perspective because I've been in the business for years. But let's bring it back to this generation and the group of people that we are encouraging to go into STEM. Why is this all important? Well, the fact of the matter is, is if they start limiting the number of H-1B workers in the United States, And remember I said there are millions of them. Even if they limit a fraction, that is opening up job opportunities. And someone's got to fill those. And like I just said, it's not so successful just because they work here well that you can send them back and they work offshore and it be successful. So clearly some companies, technical companies or even IT departments within companies are going to have to look domestically to fill those H-1B workers' slots in the technology industry. Now, as long as, if you go back four years ago, when we launched our first podcast, we kept saying that there is a void in the number of high-paying in-demand jobs and the number of people with the degrees in those roles. And we're talking about high-paying, high-skilled, what we call knowledge workers. Knowledge workers are the people like the business analysts and the testers and the developers and the engineers and the database administrator and the user interface people. There's a whole family of people in IT that create the results that you see and use every day. 
So if four years ago, we already had this void. And now four years later, we're not graduating any more minorities in these fields. Here, millions of jobs might open up in the next year or within the next four years, we know at least, while this ban is in effect. And yet we don't have the people to plug in. So this is the time we need to scramble and heed that there may potentially be even more opportunities opening up. So let's look at a flip side of the problem. Why, even though people have been talking about STEM education, exposing young people to STEM education in high school, there's still a large majority, and they just happen to also be minorities, who aren't interested in going into STEM. Well, and and then let's look at it. Even those who go to college, they're not picking STEM degrees. Oh, and one step further, they're going to college, but they're not completing college. And again, when we talk about the percentage, it all points back to minorities having a high rate of not going to college, let alone not completing college. The, one of the statistics say that only 9% of bachelor's degree in the U.S. are of blacks, let alone the other minorities. The numbers are staggeringly lower. So we're talking about Hispanics and Latinos as well as Native Americans, all of those, the level of degrees is low overall, and the level of STEM degrees is almost invisible. Now, some people will say this isn't because just because of lack of interest or lack of them being able to handle tough subjects or subjects such as science, technology, engineering, math. Some will clearly say is it goes back to economics that a lot of students who go to college do not have the family resources and income to help support them. They're not necessarily getting full ride scholarships. And even when you get a scholarship, you still have to pay a lot of times for your own personal living expenses. And then there's books. And, and then when we talk about technology and science and engineering and math, you have the different type of equipment that you need to be successful. Even things like having a laptop. So if you don't have the financial support, either you're trying to work your way through college and balance those. And eventually you run into a crisis and Many times minority students have to drop out. So let's acknowledge that as another part of the problem and that the only reason why blacks aren't going into STEM fields is because they lack the intellectual capability. Let's take that off the table. Those who have the intellectual capability have the interest and the drive but don't have the financial support. How do we help them? So this goes back to, again, as we are now faced with the idea that the H-1B workers may be significantly reduced and their jobs may be open to anyone, 
So it's not just about wanting minorities to benefit. The ideal is bringing jobs back to America. But what have we been quoting and, and what has our mantra been? Opportunity only works for those who are prepared for it. So we have a bit of some scrambling to do to get STEM degrees to African Americans as well as the other minorities. And then secondly, getting them the financial resources to sustain them through college. And again, sometimes just paying the tuition is not enough. There still may be another ten or 15000 for living expenses. So there are many organizations, and that's one thing that we've done at Technology Expresso, is trying to raise people's awareness because just this weekend I attended a kickoff of a high school computer competition that gives young people scholarships if they're part of the winning team for the computer competition. This competition is through BDPA. And I will tell you, at that kickoff here in Atlanta, Georgia, there were some empty seats. Now, we had quite a few students, more than we have in previous years, and partly because our Atlanta team has won two years in a row. So members of our team have won scholarships and received laptops. So part of the disconnect is just people not knowing where to turn, where to go. There are resources, there are corporate sponsors that give organizations like BDPA, Nesby, even SHIP, S-H-P-E, all of these who feed minority communities and the latter feeding the Latino community in particular. So stick with us. And if you're, if this is your first time being exposed to Technology Espresso, you'll know that, and I'll encourage you to look at our archives because we have spent and been dedicated to providing information about untapped, unused, and even sometimes hidden resources, both financial and educational and even exposure. So this is the opportunity. It's up to you to be prepared and to take advantage of this opportunity. It starts today. And if I were you, I wouldn't delay because this is something that has been coming for four years. And now the door is beginning to crack open. And it's our opportunity. We need to expose, we need to inspire, and we need to support our young people. For me, it's the Super Bowl Sunday that I'm making this recording, actually. And I see all of the young people wide-eyed looking at these athletes with their large salaries and aspiring to be just like them. But I also know that there's movies like Hidden Figures that also show 
of ways of being, successful, respected, and having the power to change and influence. We need to give just as much time and attention to the intellectual athletes in our midst as we do to the sports athletes. We need to balance it out. For far too long, we've been unbalanced. Imagine if we dominated science, technology, engineering, art design, and math like everything else that we've put our minds and hearts to. This is about success for all. So Technology Expresso is about all of us being successful, but it takes supporting one another and spreading the word. So this is our call to action. We've got a lot of work ahead of us. Stay tuned as we continue to share and expose those resources that are available and waiting so that we can all get on board and go full steam ahead and prepare for those jobs and opportunities that are meant for all of us. Thanks for listening. Support for this podcast comes from Link AKC. The Link AKC Smart Caller provides peace of mind and makes dog ownership easier by putting your dog's needs and location right at your fingertips. Learn more at linkakc.com, promo code podcast. Support for this podcast comes from Link AKC. The Link AKC Smart Caller provides peace of mind and makes dog ownership easier by putting your dog's needs and location right at your fingertips. Learn more at linkakc.com, promo code podcast. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Support for this podcast comes from Link AKC. Link AKC is securing and strengthening the bond between dogs and owners across America. The Link AKC Smart Caller provides peace of mind and makes dog ownership easier by putting your dog's location, as well as her wellness, safety, and training needs, right at your fingertips whenever you need it. Learn more at linkakc.com, promo code PODCAST. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.